0: And now, another cup of.
1: The London Fog. Welcome back! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Welcome back to the London Fog. Where it is
0: now January.
1: Where no. it is now January. <laughs>
0: Where maybe you've made the resolution To, to listen to more of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, to listen to
1: more podcasts And you're all like Maybe I should start listening to two women That really don't know much about anything But give but a we very strong
0: opinion have had a lot of new
1: followers Since this first of the year So I think hey, a lot of
0: people Have been listening to more podcasts
1: this year I gave a lot of death threats when I went home For the holidays, friends, family I was all like, you haven't been listening to the podcast <laughs> I know. I will cut right?
0: you. <laughs> I, I had to really, really chew out some people, but it's okay. If you don't want to listen to our podcast, we'll just hate you forever.
1: Yep, it's true. You're dead to us. So, <laughs> so how was your holiday?
0: It was good. It was cold and snowy, which is mm-hmm. what Christmas should be.
1: <laughs> I was in Arizona, so it was colder Ish. than here <laughs> and desert.
0: <laughs> was it even colder than here?
1: A little bit. Okay. Oh my gosh, this eyeball. I have been dealing with allergies, y'all know, because I keep complaining about it to everybody. So (laughs) might as well get the foggies in on it. And I am blind this morning.
0: But! Yes, so if Kate doesn't make any sense, it's because she can't read her (laughs)
1: notes. (laughs) Reading it one-eyed! Mad-eye moody. Um, Cool. Well, new year, new goals. We got a lot of good episodes, in the work's coming. Yep we are going to be more proactive of getting our info into coffee shops letting people know that join the foggy revolution (laughs) yes yes please do (laughs) and listen to more podcasts i mean there's a lot out there a lot of goodies have you found any goodies um you know i'm trying to think i new. There yeah. hasn't been anything new lately that I've Some been good classics. To. I've g- gotten really into just listening to more audiobooks lately. So. Oh,
0: yeah. I've been listening to a lot of, like, Mark Maron's podcast.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Mostly I just like the name. <laughs> it's true. But, yeah. No, that's it. So, yeah. Um, Nailed it. Oh, and you he, know what? I did yes. start listening to that people might be interested to. It is the podcast On Air H. EIR which is just like oh. Royal News. They don't come out that much because it just comes out when like the Palace releases something
1: happens whatever but
0: yeah. It's it's pretty interesting. It's so yeah, I recommend
1: that. Any uh, word of how the holidays went for our royals?
0: Um, I hear it went pretty good. Uh for those who were worried, because the Queen did not go to Christmas Day last year, she did go this time. Nice. So she's feeling healthy. She went to Christmas Day church services. To um, her shit. Yeah. And it seems like they all had a good time. There were, you know, some classic photos of Megan and Kate standing next to each other, walking, talking, laughing. I mean... <laughs> Having I, a good time. I feel like it was a little bit of uh, a... Like, clearly they were putting on a show because no one... Get like, oh yeah, use their arms that much when they talk to each other. So they were doing it for the photos. Unless you're me to prove to prove that they're good
1: friends, but, but they're you know best friends.
0: I I I still think things are probably good with them.
1: I think they're fine. I mean, I'm kind of curious. You're married. I'm not. Are you like really good friends with your sisters-in-law?s Yeah, like definitely I mean, friends, but like like super close. Because I think like the world wants them to become best friends, like but best I kind of friends. go like. They're grown-ass women, you know? And Megan is older than Kate, yeah? Or are they the same They're age? They're the same age. Megan's okay. older than Harry, but yeah.
0: she's the same age as Kate. Okay. But, I mean, also, their lives are so different. Like, Kate has yeah. three kids. Like, I don't know. It's as, like, I mean, as older women, you know it's hard to become friends with somebody who already has three kids. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's just hard to be friends as an older woman. It just takes so much time and effort.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, we're not that old. I just realized, we say older women,
0: sounds like we're in our 50s. (laughs) We're not. (laughs) Take it back. (laughs) But, anyway. So, so yeah. I mean, I think things are probably all good there. But that was, there's, like, no news. They've just been hanging out quiet.
1: Quiet. It was a good holiday time. Yeah. Well, um, any bit of uh, news before we start this episode? Mm. Mm. I found one thing. What? Literally, as I was driving over to my own house to do this recording, the BBC News, th- their, um, the unsolved murder, Ooh. dating back nearly eighty-eight years to the police, uh, police uh, to this day have been uncovered by North Umbra Police. So, Evelyn Foster was the unsolved murder of a Northumberland taxi driver. Evelyn Foster's body was found on Moreland's Otterburn, Northumberland, on January 6, 1931. So, mm. I guess that's one just of be those a...
0: holiday deaths.
1: Yeah, you know. The 27-year-old was pushed in the back of her taxi, covered in a rug, set on fire, but a culprit was never found. Ooh. Right? The horrific case was rediscovered during a review of the forces archives and remains one of their oldest unsolved murders. Mm -hmm. so they just kind of reopen the case a bit and they're trying to see if there's anything that they can figure out which I thought was kind of cool seeing that it's like oh I mean it's an 88 year old
0: yeah murder well I'm glad they're reopening it
1: yeah so I thought that was kind of interesting but they said with the new science and technology methods that it can be used to help identify DNA and and follow leads that were previously impossible but the story gets just a smidge better because this was just good. And it's super short, uh, very detailed archives. Um, we do know that there is a potential twist in this tale. When a few years later, a man who was sentenced to death for the murder of his boss in Yorkshire was asked to confess his sins before his execution and is reported to have whispered the words Otterburn before he died. Hmm. So and that's where she died.
0: I don't know. That's kind of weird though. Well, but sometimes like you hear the stories of like people getting executed or whatever and they just like are so evil they want to take credit for things that they didn't do. Right. I mean and maybe it was just
1: like rosebud. <laughs> okay. Fixing my contact. Okay. <laughs> we should get started. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna make you go first because I'm blind in one oh, right one eye currently.
0: So we're starting the new year with some scandal.
1: Returning to our roots. Yes. New year, but same old fog. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I like that. That can be like our our motto here for the next month.
0: So I'm starting, so I guess I don't have like a specific, there, there's like kind of like three scandals in one. Ooh, okay. But I love it. I'm kind of just talking about. It's a trio. It's a tufa. A scandalous person. <laughs> Ooh, so love it. I, so we today we're, I'm
1: going to talk about Prince George, the Duke of Kent. Phew, okay. Were you talking about a different Prince George? I'm talking about, well, this is like my first time I've ever done something like modern. Oh. And so I was all like, what happens if this is going to be the one where Leah and I overlap? Because we've talked about it. We haven't done it yet. Uh, okay. But we, I know it's going to happen sometime. So
0: this is the fourth son of King George V and Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. So... He so his full name is George Edward Alexander Edmund. Um, he That's cool. born in 1902, died in 1942 at the age of 40. So I feel like he. Like, they should have started The Crown, like, a season earlier. Yeah. Because he was pretty scandalous. And he was known for both before and after his marriage for having a string of affairs with both men and women. Like, socialites, Hollywood celebrities. Like, he was a scandalous guy. I don't know why, like, there's not a movie about him. So, okay. So, like, let's just talk a little bit about him. So, he... So, to give,
1: um, give perspective of this, George V is the father of Queenie Q, right? No.
0: No. His, his father. father. His father. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so he, um, so he, it, it's kind of funny. He's kind of, like, forgotten because his two brothers were um, Edward, Duke mm-hmm. of Windsor, who ran off with Wallace Simpson. Right. And then Albert later became King George. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't know him and his brother, Henry and their sister, Mary, nobody pays attention to them because of all that stuff with the brother. Women in history. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he actually was like known for being like the smartest of all his siblings. Like he did the best in school. He had a career in the Royal Navy. Um, he, he worked for the foreign office, home office. Like, he he was the first member of a British royal family to work as a civil servant. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so he ended up making a very successful marriage to a second cousin of his, Princess mm-hmm. Marina of Greece and Denmark. So I guess she... I mean, I don't want to get too into this, but she must be related to Prince Philip because he's a prince of Greece and Denmark. Yeah. So, so anyway, so he married her. It was the last marriage of, like, a member of the British royal family and a member of a foreign royal house. Like, after oh. that marriage, everybody's kind of been marrying, like, yeah. English. Because like...
1: didn't Philip and Elizabeth, didn't his get No, they, so th- de-
0: they he, When Philip and Elizabeth got married, mm-hmm. the uh, Greece and Denmark no longer were, like, a royal family, right? Mm, like they mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. exiled from Greece, so yeah. So, I mean, like, so yeah, he kind of, but this is the last time that it was like official. official, yeah. Um, so he, so after they got married, he became the Duke of Kent. They were very, very popular with the British public. They were kind of like the Harry and Meghan of their time, okay. like, they were just like young couple, super hip, everyone thought they were cool. Like, I don't know. Um, so he, people referred to him as the most interesting, intelligent, and cultivated member of his generation. Mm.
1: Um, so he didn't have a big head over that at all. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he was super into the arts and theater. He spoke French and Italian. He was, like, skier. He just was, like, he just did everything. So, he was especially close to his brother, Edward, the oldest brother, Prince mm-hmm. of Wales. So... They they kind of were like the style people of their time. So one of the first kind of scandals is that uh, George became very addicted to morphine and cocaine.
1: Oh. Um,
0: and so... Just at, a light drug. Yeah. So this happened during the time when he was involved with a woman. Her name was Kiki... What was her last name? Preston. Kiki. Kiki.
1: Do you love me? Drake was talking about
0: her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, so her name is K- Kiki Preston. Um, she was an American socialite who was like known for she had like been divorced a few times. She was like really popular in New York and Paris. They called her the girl with the golden syringe because she was like so into Drugs. I don't even oh. know what drugs use syringes. Probably cocaine, since they know do. it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway. D- I don't know. You're morphine. Wondering. Morphine, because Sh- got addicted yeah. to morphine. Yeah. yeah, so she was the reason that he was, like, um You're
1: so super not new. to street him. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like, you got a needle and a spoon, we're going to be like, what am I going to put in it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously, though. <no. laughs> So, so yeah, so people were so were really against her being involved with a prince because she was just like this super druggy socialite lady. They were like, even for a royal mistress, yeah, that's too much, too far. Um, so, but so the interesting thing is that so he so the prince and her had an affair. Uh, so she's actually a cousin of Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh, just FYI, like of her um,
1: family name.
0: So. They so history knows, like historians are pretty sure that Prince George, this is the first scandal, had an illegitimate son. Oh. Um there so with her. So that's the thing. So it was either her so that's they're not sure if it was her or another woman called Violet Evans who um who like he met also like through that group. Man, he was just attracted to the exotic names, Kiki and Violet. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I know, right? So, what happened was, so it's probably Kiki, it might have been Violet. Okay. So, which is like weird. Other. Yeah. I just mentioned Kiki cuz she definitely got him into the drugs. Okay. But, um so let's say it was Violet. Okay. So she gets pregnant. <laughs> um and she's got she's like having an affair with george but and one of like someone else who really is into her is like you know what i'll marry you and if you like let this baby be adopted so like okay. he don't want to take care of the baby but he's like but i'll take care of you so so this is the rumor is that the illegitimate son is a man named michael canfield so that child was adopted by a wealthy american couple um and they brought him to the United States. They were in Britain at the time, and um, so okay, sorry, I'm like a little bit. So no, no, you're good. So Michael knew he was adopted, but he didn't know like anything about that like. His papa but his would be a yeah. King? So he, oh, he his family was very rich. So he actually um, married Jackie Kennedy's sister. Damn. So, like, you know, he was, like, up there in, like, the U.S., whatever. And later ended up moving to England. And at that time, a lot of people would be like, wow, you really look a lot like Prince George of Kent. Like, you know, and it was like, okay, whatever. Um, So, at that time, he, so his marriage to Jackie Kennedy's sister, I don't remember her name, failed. And he was in England. And at that time, um, she, he he met a woman, Laura, the Duchess of Marlborough, and remarried. But Laura, like, grew up with like all these people, the you know, and so she was like very certain that George was his father. Um, and uh, King Edward, the Duke of Windsor, told her that that was true. That. George was the father. Oh my name, name, and so, so yeah. Anyway, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. It's kind of weird. weird. It's like a weird thing. There's like a quote that Laura had lunch with the Duke of Windsor, you know, um, Edward, and he said that like they were both having um, that they were both having lunch, and that the Duke like never stopped staring at Michael because it looked so much like George. But in 1969, Michael boarded an aircraft to fly to London and on the flight he was discovered to be dead which was like from like alcohol abuse and oh. stuff so he was only 43 but Ooh. so like I don't know it was just kind of weird so like they still don't know so like both of the for, the possible mothers Kiki threw herself out of a window in 1946 Duh. and died and then Violet took her own life in 1951 So everyone involved, like, with all of that is dead. So you can't really go back. And and... like I said, Prince George died when he was 40. So, like, there's, like, really no way to, like, prove anything. It's, like, his... I mean, he is also dead. And his wife's the one who says that, like, it was confirmed. And I don't see any reason for her to say that since he's dead. You know what I mean? Like, if he was alive, I could see her being like, oh, yeah. Right. But, so, yeah, so... Interesting. Yeah,
1: that's, like... Has he ever gone back to, like, try to claim anything? Or was he just like, oh, yeah, my, well, I'm right, an illegitimate son of a game.
0: I mean, like, by the time he found out, yeah. he, like, was... It's like, George, the, the father, mm-hmm. was already dead. Yeah. The mother's were already dead. And then he died shortly after. Yeah. So it's like, uh, um. But anyway, so George had, had all these... A ton of affairs. Um, There's a lot of other people that if we were hip, we would know who they were in the
1: I'm sure. Uh, but, but I'm not. Yeah. I I don't know what drugs you use with a needle. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. There's one <gasps> interesting one is that um he, that he had a 19-year affair with the actor and composer Noel Coward. Have you you've heard of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that one is an interesting one, which if it was a 19-year affair, he was having all his other affairs mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Um but supposedly Hmm. Coward and George were seen parading the streets of London in drag. And, and like, they would go out in drag. And Stop. and they were once arrested by the police for suspected prostitution. Oh my because gosh. Because they were, like, out in drag, you know? Um, Jeez. Yeah, so, anyway, there's... In what years are we talking? Because this has got to be early. This is, like, the 1940s. 1930s, 1940s. Okay. Yeah, so he... So I guess no, he died in the forties. So it was like nineteen thirties. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. So the other, so the other two scandals were when a lot of people wanted him to be king. So, like I said, okay. he was the smartest of all of his brothers. Okay, when his father died, like everyone in Parliament and everyone were like freaking out, right? Because they were like. Edward can't be king because he because there for many reasons. One was that he was with Wallace Simpson yeah. um, and wanted to marry her. But also, like, that's the time when like Germany and Hitler. Yeah. And Edward was known to be very sympathetic to Hitler's mm-hmm. cause. And I mean, like, after he wasn't king, he like moved to Germany. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So he was very sympathetic to it. He thought that Germany would be a good role model for Britain, which everyone in Britain was like, uh, no. Um so so like you know when people so it was very clear to people that Edward should not be king, Right. but next in line was Albert, which everyone was like, oh, he's so weak, he has a speech impediment, which yeah, uh, I don't know if that's a good reason oh, to not be king, but you know, but they just thought so sad, they just thought he handicapped, like, yeah. so <laughs> so skip him. So when Edward, um, so when Edward abdicated, mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, well, I guess. Oh, and the other thing was that Bertie, because at that time only men would be in succession so they were like oh but birdie only has daughters so you know if he's king what are we gonna do he can never have a son probably i don't know so a lot of people want wanted um george should be king because he wasn't married at this time he because he was married Oh, okay. He was married. So, like, the next brother, Henry, was married, but there was no son also. Yeah. George was married. He'd been married to a princess. He was the last one to marry, right. like, a real princess. Right. They were glamorous. She was beautiful. He had two children. The oldest was a boy. Um,
1: mm.
0: Yeah, so, like, I mean, his oldest son is the current Duke of Kent, and he's actually still a pretty popular, like, royal for is a lesser royal. Is he single? <laughs> he's too old for you. Yeah. Um, but the only I can the, close
1: my eyes. Yeah. So the only
0: reason <laughs> that he didn't become king was because of Queen Mary. Like Queen Mary okay. was like, no, Bertie is next in line. He yeah. should be king. And like that's why that happened because Bertie didn't even want to be king. So right. anyway, so we could have had a whole different thing. It could have been current Edward, the King of Weird. the Duke of Kent. Could have been our king right it. now. Nope. Yeah, I know. Um, and then the last. The last mysterious scandal about George is his death. Okay. so he just loved flying. He was in the Navy, but um, then he became then he was in the Royal Air Force after that when second World War began. Um, he was since he was royal, his duties weren't supposed to be dangerous like mm-hmm. he was just supposed to do like basic stuff um, so. He, in 1942, he was on an aircraft, a flying boat is what they say, which I'm like, I don't know what a flying boat is. So that makes no sense to me. <laughs> Only people that
1: know what goes in the needle knows what a
0: flying boat is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a flying boat is. Yeah. Maybe he was high. Um, so they were, they were on their way to Iceland, but they cr- crashed into a hillside in Scotland and everyone except one person was killed instantly. So these are the reasons why people think it's suspicious. Number one, when the prince's body was found, a briefcase containing a large amount of money was handcuffed to his wrist, which, like, why would a prince be traveling like that? Um, Number two is flying Mm -hmm. boats usually flew over the ocean because they are flying boats, Mm -hmm. um, not over land. So they weren't sure why the aircraft would be off course and flying over, like, Scottish hills. Um... The plane crashed 50 minutes into its flight, Mm -hmm. however, it was only 20 minutes away from where it had left. So, they were like, Where did the plane go? Like, what happened in between when it crashed? Oh, it was a good scandal. Um, there were several experienced pilots and navigators on board, like, yeah, obviously, because it's like the prince is on board, it was a really experienced crew plenty of crew, so they just feel like it couldn't be accidental. Like, how could all these people do that? Um, So, the plane took off with 15 people aboard. At the crash site, 15 bodies were found. Yet, it was later discovered that the tail of the plane had, like, come off, and the one person on the tail, the rear gunner, had survived. So sometime in the, like, missing 30 minutes, they picked up an extra passenger, and they don't know who it was. Um, the only survivor was made to sign the Official Secrets Act while he was recovering in the hospital so Official Secrets Act I mean I think it's just like you promise to keep a secret for the government like (laughs) so it's it's legislation that provides for the protection of state secrets and official information so he had to like sign that while he was was still in the hospital dying yeah um some of the occupants of the flight had told their parents their relatives or, or whatever that they were embarking on a secret mission, but like mm. nobody knows what that secret mission was, and all official documents relating to the flight and the accident have disappeared. Oh, that's so good, so, oh, that's so good, yeah, so that's oh no, the like main thing I mean. A weird coincidence that's not really related is that his illegitimate son also died in a plane crash. Okay. And his nephew also died in a plane crash. And he, too, was good looking. <laughs> and he, too. Which I was like, that seems like a weird weird thing. So, like, but, but, yeah, so. Nailed it. Anyway, yeah, so, I don't know. It's just so interesting because he's, like, such a scandalous prince in general. Um... And then his death is so mysterious. Yeah, no, that's a goodie. So, so yeah, that is what's his face? King George, Prince George, Prince George, the Duke of Kent, and yeah, Jeez. his son nailed it. His son, the current Duke of Kent, is not as attractive as him.
1: Oh no!
0: But also, he died young, you so he what? could have aged as badly as his. Son. He he
1: looks very uh, part of you know um, the family. You know, like, he looks a lot like Charles. Yeah, that's true. And I'm, they're the Windsor side, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I need to show you a photo of Prince George just in his prime, because he actually was very good looking. Nailed it. For, like, for a a royal. (laughs) Look at him
1: oh he's yeah like, no he's
0: like pretty cute a
1: little or, narrow waist
0: yeah so anyway. chisel
1: jawline
0: yeah oh but there's like other suspicions though so this is part of the suspicion of his death is that because he, he was so close to his older brother who yeah. was living in germany and supporting hitler that they thought that maybe he was like doing Ooh. something suspicious with that while he was like, like a suppo- spy yeah. or something yeah so, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that he would, like, spy against his own country, but maybe if he
1: thought that he should have been king, and then he's like, oh. Come on. I mean, I mean it comes down to the brother being sympathetic of, of Hitler and being like, oh, yeah, Germany's rule would, wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you're, like, listening to your older brother who's,
0: like, eight years older than you, you might start being like, oh, yeah, my brother's so wise. Right. And, and he should have been king. He was forced to abdicate. Like, I don't know. For the woman that he loves. Ugh, I hate Wallace Simpson. Anyway, that's that's my scandal. I love it.
1: I love it. Well, I am also going to talk scandal, seeing that that's our theme. But I'm going a little newer and a little bit more current, because I feel like it's still continuing on, especially this year. Because this year, I'm talking about Sarah, Duchess of York, and Prince Andrew.
0: I feel like she's just one giant scandal.
1: <laughs> she is. She is. She is. She is. Um, so just a little um, back history. You know, Queen Elizabeth II has three children. There's Charles. There's Andrew. And there's Anne. And um, Andrew married Sarah Ferguson. Uh, but before we get there, Sarah Ferguson was born October 15th of 1959. And her family is more a part of the military and Andrew and her met through school. So they were just kind of childhood sweethearts because they had known each other decently and nothing was like a huge romance, but had gotten along. Everybody said that, um, in school she was courageous, bubbly and outgoing. Um, and they shared a decent amount of time and then kind of went their separate ways as adulthood kind of came about. Mm -hmm. Um, She later worked in two public relations firms in London and then for a publishing company. Um, And I guess like kind of a first scandalous thing for a woman that would soon become Duchess and be a part of the royal family is that she had lived with two different men. One was a stockbroker and one was a motor racing manager who's 22 years older than her.
0: Well, I think that's part of the reason why... The Queen wanted Charles to marry Diana when she was so young. Yeah. So that there's like no, no past bad
1: history. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, um they met and got reacquainted at the Royal Ascot in nineteen eighty five. And the Royal Ascot is uh was founded by Queen Anne in seventeen eleven. It is kind of a a polo match it's some races it's something that the royals do every year it's usually hosted i believe in the spring Mm -hmm. um and so they met there because and this is the part that i was trying to figure out but sarah ferguson and diana were good friends
0: yeah sarah ferguson is like who introduced diana to
1: yeah and and vice versa so like Sarah of course knew Andrew so like she was always coming around and it was Diana that kept kind of feeding that and inviting her to more um events so Diana had invited Sarah to come to the official tour of Andrew's ship the HMS Brazen and um, more engagements happened throughout the year on March 19th of 1986, Prince Andrew, who at that time was fourth in line to the throne, um, announced the, the engagement, their engagement. And I don't know, I think people took to it really well because once again, it was almost, you know, this childhood love. They had met through school. They were, it was all friends with friends. Diana knew her. Diana, Sarah had introduced... Diana to Charles so it was all interconnected mm-hmm. it was like four best friends kind of getting married one to another um but because of that uh first like bit of scandal it kind of was said that Sarah was the one kind of polluting Diana and being like oh he doesn't treat you right mm-hmm. and you guys are you know y- you can look at other men cause he's looking at other women and anyway uh, Prince Andrew designed the engagement ring himself. It consisted of 10 diamonds surrounding a Burmese ruby. Um, and he said that he had chosen the ruby to complement Sarah's red hair. So and everybody loved that.
0: If you look at Eugenie's ring, it's like designed to be almost exactly the same.
1: Right? <laughs> so, um, which everybody, the media took to that and they're like, oh my gosh, they're so in love. Uh, so, okay, so right now we're in the spring of
0: 1986,
1: mm-hmm. and they got married in the summer, uh, July 23rd, at ni- uh, 1986, in Westminster Abbey. It was huge. It was televised. Um, the Queen bestowed the title Duke of York upon Prince Andrew, and of course... Sarah automatically assumed her husband's royal status and duties and became Her Royal Highness, the Duchess of York. Um, So they then went overseas, started doing their things. Um, They traveled to Canada, to Asia, to New York, had quite a bit of um, things going on in New York. She was... Um, Attacked by somebody uh, in the IRA, the Irish Republic Army. Um, But no harm was done. That was in 1988. At that time, I believe she was already pregnant with Beatrice. So the couple became parents uh, with Beatrice uh, on August 8th, 1988. And then Eugenie was born March 23rd. 1990, which I didn't realize that, like, they're both my age and they're both married and had glamorous lives and their weddings have been televised.
0: Beatrice is not married.
1: Oh, she's not? No. Girl, call me up! <laughs> we'll me up um, During her uh, time of being uh, pregnant with Eugenie, the Duchess had uh, gained a bit more weight. And the tabloids started labeling her the Duchess of Pork.
0: Oh, that's so mean.
1: Right? Well, and now here comes kind of more of the, the scandal. Number one, she was definitely a part of the stirring pot between Diana and Charles. Always had a finger in, always had something to say, and also had no problem talking to the tabloids to make a little extra money on the side which the queen found out about um, during their separation and was another reason why their divorce came as a decree from the queen. But um, their separation began in 1992. That was because they kind of complained that Sarah was unable to deal with the fact that Andrew was still doing his military tours and then he was away for a long time and that Sarah was never built for that because in 1991, some photos were released of, um, Sarah, hmm, um, lounging poolside topless with her financial advisor, John Bryan. And one infamous photo snapped. So she's already topless. With another man, but he's sucking her toes. <laughs> and in the background, you can see her girls. Isn't oh, that's that, weird. That's weird. Like, Sarah, get your shit together. Because, um, yeah, that's, I mean, she'd just been pregnant. I mean, Eugenie uh, is only like one years old at this point. Hmm. So, Gross. Um, As soon as the photos hit, the queen summoned uh, Sarah back to Buckingham Palace, and she was banished from the family on the spot. Um, Mind you, they were still married, but they separated at that time. So this is 1992. She continued to have then more open affairs and continued to speak and deliver information about the royal family to the tabloids so it it took until 1996 for them to um officially divorce mind you in 1995 andrew's aunt who's prince margaret received a bouquet of flowers sent by sarah and allegedly um Margaret wrote back saying, you have done more to bring shame on the family that could ever have been imagined. Which I think kind of coming from Margaret, like, she was already a radical in her own right. Yeah. She had, like, kind of the love affair with the way older man that, you know, never led to anything, then m- married, like, the worst guy on the planet who practically abused her, and then became one of the first people to get, a royal to get divorced. divorced. Yeah. Um. So just to have Margaret say, like, you've brought the most shame, the shame on the family that could ever have been imagined. I just dumbfounded. Um, So in 1996, they split. She started receiving a bit of money. And then because she was still being called the Duchess of Pork because she had gained some weight, she became a spokeswoman uh, for Weight Watchers. Oh, yeah, I remember that. To start making some money. Um, She was stripped of her, um, she had the option, um, she retained her royal highness um, until they got divorced, and then she could keep the name Duchess of York as long as she doesn't remarry, so I guess as soon as she does, she loses title.
0: Well, she's living with Prince Andrew right now, so I kind of don't think she's going to (laughs) remarry. Right?
1: Which is just so odd to me. Um, So, needless to say, things haven't really been healed with that. She was not invited to the 2011 wedding of Prince William and Catherine Middleton. But she was at the wedding of Prince Henry and Meghan Markle. But she was told by Prince Charles that she could not be invited to the dinner afterward. Um, it's kind of said or you know um, guessed that they just wanted to have a little peace because they knew Eugenie was getting married and that a lot of the royal family was going to be coming to that wedding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do think it's
0: interesting. I feel like at most places that i are like most weddings it's like you would have like the actual wedding would be more personal and you might invite like more people to the reception but for royal weddings it's always like vice you, versa you invite everyone to the actual ceremony mm-hmm. and then only your very closest friends go to the reception
1: well i think that's because that's exactly what the royals are they're like a face you know to the country so they put on almost this gargantuan huge event cuz i almost dare I say i wonder if that's what they want you know like i highly doubt it yeah. by that point they've lived in glamour and Probably just want to get married outside, you know, or something, you know. But by that point, you have to put on face for the world that by the time you come behind closed doors, you probably just want.
0: Yeah, that's true. And at the wedding, you're not actually, like, socializing with people. You're just getting married. So, like, the reception you're actually socializing, that's when you'd want less people. Right.
1: So, what you gonna do? Um, After their divorce, uh, the British tabloids became pretty critical of Sarah's lifestyle. She lost a quarter million worth uh, euros worth of jewelry. Um, and she said that probably her dresser stole them. But they were never found. Um, she signed the Weight Watchers endorsement. But it didn't really work for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also ended up reporting in the mid-90s. That she was four point two millions defi- des- uh, deficit in her bank account. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until she um, started a TV show, kind of like a reality spin-off, that she started to make a bit of money, um, which is just ludicrous to going from being married to the man that's fourth in line to now having to be like the real housewives of, <laughs> of Windsor, you know, kind of thing. Um, so... It didn't last very long, but she got some money from that. She then went and lived in 2015. She started living in Switzerland where she and the Duke of York own a $13 chalet and applied for Swiss residency. Um, She keeps an apartment in London. They got back together because they are living together, but they're not married.
0: Well, and I don't think they're like together. together. They're not together. They just together. Like live together. I think it's kind of like he has a giant house. She's the mother of his children. He yeah. doesn't want her to be broke. I think that. I can't, but there's also rumors that um, that they want to get remarried, and the queen won't let them. Oh, really? Yeah. Because and Charles, because Charles is like like hates her so much.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, Sarah was definitely there putting. Her finger in the pot between Diana and Charles.
0: Yeah, but I mean, why would, like, I mean, I don't mind like, you,
1: he went off to Camilla anyway. I was going to
0: say, he shouldn't hate her for that because he was the one who started oh, it by cheating with Camilla, but right. yeah. But, but I could still see him being pissed about it because he's a baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, definitely she's the one that I think helped or aided his labeling as like the bad guy, you mm-hmm. know? Because I think in his mind, he still goes like, but I really loved Camilla and I was just in this loveless relationship and he feels almost justified, you know? Yeah. But, son, keep your dick to yourself. Um. So, yeah, I'm not sure. The one thing I was trying to find out, and I'm not really sure when they got back living together.
0: Oh, it's been a long time It's now. been
1: a while, though. I want to say as early as the early 2000s.
0: So, they never really... I they
1: separated, th- they divorced in 96, but it was only, like, a couple of years of true, like, she had her, her place and he had his. Yeah,
0: and I don't even know if that even, like, was true. Like, so it's cute. like, she, like, moved out, supposedly, but, like, still had her stuff. Right. So, yeah, the not living together did not last very long.
1: <laughs> true.
0: And, I mean... I think also, like what I've read, is that really the queen made them get divorced yeah. because she was so scandalous. Like he, he wouldn't have divorced her. Really, so, yeah.
1: I don't know. I think I, I don't know. I don't think I could handle a lot. And dare I say, I think I could handle things better if it was behind closed doors. But after pictures like that were published, well, okay, but the with pictures, your kids in the background,
0: the pictures happened in nineteen ninety two. Uh huh. Their divorce... 96. Was not until 96. Yeah. The queen forced the divorce in 96. Right. So I just kind of feel keep like... Her mouth shut. Yeah. But I just kind of feel like, okay, if Andrew was really that pissed about it... Yeah. There would not have been four Good years. Good point. Good like, point. You can make a divorce happen, especially if you're royal. Like, right. You can get that done.
1: Sarah so- said that when she saw the pictures for the first time, she said, I remember seeing it and just going, oh no, Sarah. And that's when Caroline, my best friend in the world, do you remember Caroline? She said to me, "Now you need help, Sarah." Like even her closest friends were like, "You're twisted and messed up." Because that was, I don't know, number one to have just like a scandal, but to have your kids in the back, oh.
0: But even immediately following divorce, they yeah. they made appearances with their kids to all the royal events together. Like, true. So, well, not, like, the royal-royal events that the queen wouldn't let her go to, but, like, Prince Andrew's, like, events that he had to yeah. go to. So, like, that's where I feel like, yeah, he doesn't... He, he's still good with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it says that regardless of all the drama, Fergie and Andrew have uh, actually kept a pretty close bond. They have the house in Switzerland, and they keep living together in Windsor's Royal Lodge. Um yeah so that's that's about it can't I don't know this is weird I just feel like I mean
0: I bet when like Philip dies the queen dies they'll get remarried <laughs> yeah
1: well I mean unless maybe Oh, yeah maybe but then I think it'll also come it'll be Charles which I think Charles will be like no
0: no, I don't think so, because Charles is so, like, against the lesser royals being involved in anything mm-hmm. that I think he just, like, isn't even going to care. Like, he's like, whatever. Like, you're not even, like, part of the royal right. right family anymore.
1: I just can't see the world without Queen Elizabeth. Well, no, she's getting pretty old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just oh. hit my head. <laughs> I was like, did you do that on purpose? I was was trying to hide (laughs) my sneeze from the microphone and hit my head instead. (laughs) Well done, Kate. Well done. Well, I hope you enjoyed our scandals. Yes. Oh my gosh. I just kept finding more and more. Because, like, you know me. I either try to find kind of like a playful scandal or an old scandal. But the current, just current, and living royal family is just...
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Out of this world... But we will be back with more London Fog. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Let Someday us know soon. if there's anything you want us to talk about. I feel like we should do a plug because it's a new year. We have mm-hmm. our email, which is londonfogpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. We have an Instagram handle that most times we can't remember, but today we can. And it is, and it is the London Fog Podcast. We didn't have to look that up at all.
0: Um, And we gave up on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We definitely gave up on Twitter. Don't try to tweet us. Don't tweet us. We don't care. Um, We should probably
1: check that to see if anyone ever has. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. Have a happy New Year's, guys. Hopefully your resolutions are going great. Yes. And we will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.